0: The Tie-In Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.
1: Three, two,
0: one. Every human came to earth with a gift, and they must discover that gift and refine that gift for them to be fulfilled. The prerequisite for spending time with any person
2: is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame.
1: Yo! Hey man, how you work this radio? You're
2: not listening to The Tie and Hoodie Show. Keep it locked. Owning a home and paying it off is one of the data points of an everyday millionaire.
1: Home sales across the U.S. are on the rise as buyers take advantage of record low mortgage rates.
0: Good morning, morning, morning. Now let's get back to The Tie and Hoodie Show. <laughs>
1: Good morning. Good morning. It's Sunday morning. And you know, if you're listening to me right now and my co-host, Andrew or it must be the Tie and Hoodie Show. How you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing good. Good morning, Travon. Uh, I'm Travon Smith. Once again, my co-host is Andrew uh, Jessicoba. This is the Tie and Hoodie Show mm-hmm. each and every Sunday morning, 630 to 7 a.m. Uh, once again, we want to thank all of our uh, YouTube subscribers and people checking in with us. It's really, truly appreciated because I know it doesn't come easy mm-hmm. with everybody doing podcasts and the, and the pandemic. So for us to get the love that we're getting right now, I just want to tell you guys, we really super appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Uh, show.com. This show and all shows sponsored by ICC Lending, where it's the one-stop shop for all your home loans. Uh, Andrew, how's your week been so far?
0: It's been good. Good. I'm, I'm sitting next to you. Hey, we... I, we <laughs> if, I, if I get sick, dude, man... No, nah, nah, I, I haven't been tested. I've I, I'm tested. I'm tested too much. My wife's like, don't you go near <laughs> me. Yeah. But so I, I, it, it's a privilege, you know, that we have the opportunity. We've been tested. Well, you know, we're okay. We're sitting next to each other. Yeah. And, it's, uh, this world we're in. You know, so we're grateful.
1: We've been on the Zoom. The Zoom is the new, uh, like we said, the new HBO. Everybody yeah, does it definitely. now. It's the free Subscription, but uh, most important, i man, I'm excited about today's guest. We always try to bring exciting guests, we always try to bring exciting information. Yes. Uh, this is one of LA's hometown favorite guys, I know for a fact because I've been around the dude in, in a whole lot of LA situations. So, LA, you have to stand up and support this man right here. I can't wait to hear his story. We're gonna go a little bit more in depth than I've ever heard. Usually, we just do you know, talk about his company because he does a beautiful thing with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and me and Andrew talked about it. It was like, we have to have this guy on. Yes. But uh, without further ado, Mr. Edwin Henderson, how you doing today?
2: Great, man. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much uh, for having me. I, it's a, truly a blessing to be here. Um, and, you know, in the midst of the pandemic, man, we, we're all still standing. Hey. We're still here, you know, so uh, it's truly a blessing to be here. Thank you.
0: It is a blessing because, you know, we, we know sectors of the industry or the world, I mean, besides the fact that people are dying, you know, people right. are sick and people are stuck in a hospital. We have a lot to be grateful for to sit here today and just be having a conversation. So, you know, it's first time meeting you. I know you've traveled, uh, kind of connected, but mm-hmm, thank mm-hmm. you so much for you know hosting us with your you know presence. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, thank
2: you
1: and and, and you, you know I'm 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 a fan uh, as we've talked I'm a fan of testimonies I, mm-hmm. I just want I just want people you know the, the, the whole time Hoodie Show concept is about personal growth mm-hmm. um in some aspects we get into financial literacy which leads to financial freedom but the whole
0: right
1: uh, the basis of it is, is personal growth and and I know your story I know what yeah. you do for the city of Los Angeles and and I, I definitely want people to to get a you know our viewers and our listeners to get an understanding of what's going on in LA I think it's important for shows yeah. like this mm-hmm. the Tire Hoodie show to bring forth the small businesses and businesses of Los Angeles that hold it down that might not yeah. be entertainment or sports or whatever that get the right right fans. right but mm-hmm. but your program is something that's that's beautiful and it's important so if you could just you know talk to the listeners right now and tell them a little bit about who you are? Uh, what you yeah. come from? Your your story, your testimony. Uh-huh. What you overcame?
2: Okay, okay, man. How, how much time do I have? Because I don't. I, I give you the short version of the long, medium version of the long version. Give us the, give us the short mini version. The short <laughs> mini version. Yeah. The short mini version. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I, I grew up in L.A., man. Um, right in the Nipsey Hustle neighborhood. Um, my whole life um, with Westchester High School played football. Um, it was a lot of, you know, in, in inner city, man. Um, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, um, The this neighborhood over, it, it was, it's not, it's not what it is now, what it was then. It was a lot of gang violence. Um, it was shootings, um, you know, gangs. You know, when you're coming from LA, man, you know, gangs are, are, um you, you know it's, it's like un- Tom unavoidable it's like Tom yeah man yeah they're everywhere everywhere and yeah everywhere in LA so um I was raised in the church um mom kept me in church kept me in football um so early on football was kind of my way out um I uh um went to Westchester High School played football uh got a football scholarship ended up going to uh, University of California Berkeley okay. um and, uh, man, after after college, I um, wanted to give back to the community. I've always had a passion uh, for the community. I was fortunate uh, because so many friends and so many people that I grew up with got caught up in gangbanging. Uh, I know people that have been killed. I know people that are in jail. Um, and it came from the same community that I came from. So. Um I obviously didn't want to go that route but I wanted to come back to the community after college and give back to the community in some way. So um you know uh after I got my degree in psychology uh worked for several nonprofits man um uh, wasn't really making um any money um wasn't really making any impact um a lot of times when you work for someone else when you're working for other companies you may come up with the ideas, but someone else is going to get the credit for it. Or uh, it's a lot of politics. Um, So like I said, I I worked for a lot of nonprofits, man, kind of bounced around, did my thing, but I wasn't really making an impact. Um, The last, one of the last jobs that I had, um, I was uh, discriminated against um, and I ended up filing a case with the EEOC and I won my case. Um, I was discriminated against. I think I won about 25 or $30,000. And um, I said, you know what, what am I going to do with this money? Am I just going to spend it? And I said, you know what, let me invest in my own business. Let me get my 501c3 and become a a nonprofit organization because I worked for nonprofit organizations my whole life. My background's in psychology. I've always worked. uh, I've worked with homeless. I've worked with uh, mental health. I've worked with at-risk youth. I've worked with autistic kids. I've worked with um, uh, homeless families. So I have a lot of uh, uh, nonprofit background experience. So I said, well, let me, let me get my 501c3 and let me start my own nonprofit. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to uh, didn't work for somebody anymore, man. I didn't want to um, uh, deal with a lot of the, the corporate, excuse me. I, I didn't want to deal with a lot of the corporate stuff that you deal with on jobs. Um, you know, you 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 know it's a lot of a lot of stuff that goes on, man. Sometimes you may be the most qualified, but someone else who has better connections actually gets the job over you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to deal with that stuff. So I took the twenty five thousand dollars, man. I, I started my I got wrote I got my five hundred one c three, which is an essential piece of documentation you need for a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the money to to pay somebody, man. So I have a, a good buddy who's a CPA. He, he walked me through getting my own 501c3 so I did all my own paperwork uh, and I hit the ground running man we were out 501c3 was approved the first round started writing grants taught myself how to write grants because I didn't uh, I, I couldn't afford a grant writer so and then also who who else is better to tell your story than you right no one no one can tell your story better than you mm-hmm. so I became my own grant writer man I became really skilled at writing grants. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, um, uh, I've written over close to $400,000 in grants with no, no classes, uh, no grant writing seminars. No, I taught myself. Um, and, uh, you know, God's been good, man. Uh, we've impacted kids. I have an, uh, I'm an executive director of a nonprofit organization called On a Mission. Uh, we have mentoring programs for kids. Uh, recently in the last few years, we've been doing college tours, uh, taking kids to take, taking inner city kids, black and brown kids from inner city, low income families and communities on college tours all over the country. We do Ivy League college tours. We do HBCU college tours. We do East Coast college tours. We do Bay Area college tours, um, taking black and brown kids uh, from low income situations and giving them the opportunity to tour colleges and universities nationwide. Uh, We also do uh, educational trips. We've taken trips to China. Um, We've taken (laughs) trips to
0: uh,
2: Spain. We've taken kids to Spain. Uh, Before the pandemic, man, we was actually about to go to Kenya, man. So uh, the pandemic hit and kind of changed everything. But um, right now we're just focusing on taking inner city kids and giving them the opportunity to travel, Um, opening up their minds, uh, letting them know that it's more than just the hood. You know, so um, it's been a blessing, man. And even during the pandemic, we've been able to s- stay alive and, uh, you know, thank God for the grant writing skills that I've uh, acquired. I've been able to write grants and, and we've applied for different funding opportunities. That's kind of keeping us going right now. Um, but we hope to be able to get back out there, man, and start traveling again real soon. <laughs> <I'm
1: just kidding. laughs> I I didn't, look, I knew you did a little bit. I'm going to let Andrew talk, but I didn't know you did that you did
2: that much. That's <laughs> Oh, a- man, I And I just get yeah, I just gave you the short I just gave you the short version, man. <laughs>
0: you, you, you gave us the intro version, I guess. I mean, this is not Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. The intro version. That's right. of right. a 3-hour <laughs> seminar, I guess. You know that we just heard. Oh,
2: man. it's all good.
0: Yeah, you know. But, I mean, if you're just joining us, I mean, this is you know uh, the time hoodie show. I guess today is Edwin Henderson and um, I'm 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 impressed bro I mean I'm I'm I no no not, not 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 impressed I'm humble I'm humble I mean, by all the you, reason, I mean I'm really humble you. you know when I when I see people who come from challenging situations and that drives them to um, the anger and and drives them to say okay no things ought to be better than this you know and and not right you know, you, right talked about right. you know i'm i'm originally from nigeria just in case you didn't know i'm from Africa. okay
2: okay okay i
0: grew up in nigeria mm-hmm. i was fortunate enough to come out here on a track scholarship and you know i didn't know much still but i was lucky i didn't get the awesome. rot you know suffered a lot but still now i know what i'm doing but the point i'm i'm trying to get to is when i meet a lot of mm. you know brothers, minorities out here and sisters and they're like, well, I want to get money. I want to get money. And and you were talking about ways to get money and do something positive with it. You know, that's why I don't Mm -hmm. hear that a lot from a lot of people, you know, and that's important. You know, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of things you've talked about that, you know, we can break down for 10 days, but the one that's, that jumps out to me the most is you wanted to go back and you wanted to give back you know that was deeply rooted in you mm-hmm. but there were so many hurdles mm-hmm. that you had to learn how to get over instead of oh, fighting yeah. the hurdles you learn how to get over them and that's what i think you should tell our listeners a lot more about how to mm-hmm. get over the hurdles not fight the hurdles because you can fight and right. lose your strength and lose but if you if you learn how yeah to get yeah over it, it's a hurdle for a reason yeah. It's gonna stay there. Yeah, yeah. The huddle's not gonna move. Yeah, yeah, You have to get. Yeah, your you're right. You're um, right.
2: That's right. That's right. Tell that's
0: right. More about how to do
2: that. Yeah, man. So, like you, 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 you touched on it. You, you touched on it perfectly. You have a lot of young people. You have a lot of people that feel, you know, they want to get money. Um, and any any young person out there, anybody listening um, to this podcast right now. Um, with the idea of getting fast money or getting, you know, some type of money, um, you know, if it's not legal, like you said, you're going to lose. If it's not a legal method, there's no way you're going to beat the system. Um, They may not catch you now, they may not catch you later, but they're going to catch you. So, um, you know, like I said, man, um, there are a lot of opportunities out there uh, for minorities, there's opportunities out there for every situation imaginable. Single parent, kids that come from single parents, uh, uh, first generation college students, first generation, uh, somebody who wants to start a business, somebody who wants to pursue uh, whatever. I mean, there's so many opportunities out there. So like I said, um, in my particular situation, um, I knew I wanted to give back. I knew I wanted to come back to the community. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm I I grew up in the Crenshaw area. You know, like I said, right right where Nipsey, right down the street. Right, in fact, I'm at my mom's house right now. I came by to see how my mom is doing, and uh, she's she's five minutes from Crenshaw and Slauson. Not even five minutes, maybe four or three minutes. But um, you, you know, it's just so many uh, young people that grew up in, in these communities that have kind of gone astray. Um, We know that the opportunities in some of these communities aren't the same as if you go um, on the West side, you know, a lot of kids over there have more, more opportunities and different opportunities. So um, like I said, I, my, my thing was I had worked for a lot of nonprofits. So I knew that there was, there's, there's money out there. You just have to know how to get it. Um, So for me, the first time that I, my first grant that I was going to apply for, the lady said, uh, uh, well, I, I charge $1,500, you know, and she says, well, by the way, I can't guarantee you I'm going to get the grant or not. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay this lady $1,500. She can't, she doesn't know whether she's going to get the grant or not, but I still got to pay that $1,500. And she's telling my story or she's telling the story of, of an organization that I started. Yeah. So I said, well, that doesn't make any sense. I said, "Well, I can write my own grant." Like I said, who who can tell my who can tell my story of the kids that we're helping better than me? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would just encourage anyone out there. Nobody can tell your story better than you. You are your own creator. Um, so I, like I said, in that situation, I wasn't. I'm like, I'm not gonna pay this lady fifteen hundred dollars to write a grant. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach myself how to write grants, and I can write as many grants as I want. You know. Uh, it's like it's like the old saying that says, you know, give a man a fish and feed him for a day. But if you teach a man how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Uh-huh. So I said, Well, I'm gonna teach myself how to write grants so I can I can feed myself and and, and help feed others for a lifetime. So that that was the approach that I took.
1: Now I'm, man, I'm sitting back there and just listening to you. And I I appreciate what you do for the community because I can't speak for Uh, a lot of communities around the world Mm -hmm. but i know i know personally the importance of a minority men giving back to the community in cities like los angeles because yeah when i worked for like k-day there's one example and just because you pull up in a k-day truck and you can have no Mm -hmm. money in your pocket but like 40 kids are running
2: yeah, they just yeah, want to be yeah. like
1: you, so it's a mm-hmm. dire for aspiration and faith. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 can you just talk a little bit about being a minority black man in your community, giving back? And and I don't I don't even like the joy you get out of it because oh, it it doesn't always uh, equal any kind of pay because mm-hmm. you see the looks on those kids' faces. Or those homeless people, homeless people faces, especially mm-hmm. in the city of Los Angeles, right, it, right. It's it, it's it's magnified, yeah, it's yeah. Magnified in Los Angeles when they see a brother like you doing mm-hmm. anything, like everybody yeah. thinks you're a star, or and it doesn't have to be basketball or sports or you know whatever, right, right, they right. Look right. At you, they look up to you, and those yeah. kids in LA are hurting so bad. Can you yeah. just talk a little bit about,
2: yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you hit it right on the spot. I mean, so um, I, I don't know if I said much about my organization. I I, I started a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization called On a Mission, and what we do is we provide after school programs and college tours for uh, inner city youth. Uh, most of the students that we work with uh, come from uh, low income African American, low income uh, Latino families. Um, uh, a lot of single parent situations. Um, and a lot, you know, a lot of first generation college students. So, um, the, the joy that I get from doing this type of work, man, um, like even in high school, I didn't know much about historically black colleges. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't know much. Um, and then I played football. So my mentality at 17 was, you know, I want to go to, um, you know, a university that is, um, you know, recognized for football, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't thinking that when I got on Berkeley's campus, it's only 1% black, man,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, 30 some thousand students and it's 1% black. Mm-hmm. And most of the, the the black people there are athletes <laughs> um, out of that 1%. So I didn't think about that, man. And I didn't know, um, I didn't really know what I know now, like, we, we do college tours and we take kids to Morehouse. We spell men, um, Alabama state university, um, uh, Clark Atlanta university. Um, we've been to Virginia state. Um, and I get to go to these universities and see prominent, successful uh, people that look just like me. And, um, a lot of these kids end up going to some of these colleges because we took them on the college tour. Open their eyes. Um, now there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing wrong with going to a Cal State LA or uh, a UC school or a private university, but it's it, it hits a little different when you when you when, you, when a lot of people that, that, that are a lot of people, a lot of professors that you meet look just like you. Um, so' it's, it's very special to me to take kids on these college tours. And then their parents write me a letter or they call me and say, hey, my son, I just want to let you know my son or daughter, the trip you took them on changed their life. Uh, They ended up, uh, my daughter was accepted into Spellman. My son was accepted into Howard University. Um, uh, Just, uh, you know, my son is going to Tuskegee University. It brings me a lot of joy to know that um, I had a part in these kids' lives you know, that they chose a college that they probably wouldn't have chose if they hadn't gone on one of our college tours. So it brings me a lot of joy because we want We want our young people to make the best decision for their lives as possible. And if you don't know all of the opportunities out there, how are you going to make the best decision possible? Mm-hmm. You know, you may just go to, you know, you may just go to where your friends are going or where, your parents are telling you to go to, or you may go to a college, uh, you may go to a community college or whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, the goal is for these young people to make the best decisions possible with their lives. And um, I feel that um, the work that we're doing um, is allowing, uh, is helping them make those decisions. And, you know, if I hadn't have gone out and and took a chance on myself by starting uh, my own thing, I wouldn't have in turn been able to help the thousands of kids that we've helped over the years.
0: I mean, it's, you know, see, you know, I'm gonna bring my perspective into this, you know, I, I went to a 96, 97% white school, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. So you understand, you know, you know what it's about.
0: Oh well, yeah, land, I mean, there was like 10 black people in the school, yep. yep. we yep. athletes, you know, so I mean, yep. this is what it is. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm I'm talking. I'm bringing my perspective as an African a Nigerian. You know, African American. You know, mm-hmm. Our our goal is just get to the United States. You will make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I hear you saying about the inner city. Just get out of the inner city, and you will make it. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy mm-hmm. dynamic? You know, um, <laughs> yeah, example, man. You 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 know how it is outside mm-hmm. the country. Most people have never left their neighborhood. You know? that's
2: right that's right
0: so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i, what, what, I mean I, i'm just trying to figure out what, what kind of patience and courage did it take for you to get to this level that somebody who's in their inner city or somebody who's listening to us on youtube in africa somewhere can say you know what I, i'm i'm gonna go on a journey like he did you know
2: yeah man um like I said, I, I, you know, I would encourage any young person, if I'm talking to a younger person or a- anybody, um, you know, um, you will always, I think Michael Jordan said a quote that you will always miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. So, you know, I mean, that's basically, you know, if you don't, if you don't take a chance on yourself uh, if you don't take a chance on um you the things that you want to do, um, you know, you're gonna always stay in that safe zone, you know. Um, and I you know, said I would just encourage anyone, whether whether they're in Nigeria, whether they're in South Central Los Angeles, um, you know, take a chance on yourself. Um the road that's less traveled is always the better road to take. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, for me, like I said, it was just um, you could you could build your own dreams or um, someone will pay you so you can help them build their dreams. True. And I just chose to take the route to build my own dreams. And there's no doubt in my mind that if if I hadn't have started my own organization to be able to do things um, the way that I I saw, I was well, able to in order to um, make the impact that I saw that needed to be done in the community, it would have never happened. Um, how, much, how, you much, know,
0: how much patience and how much time would you advise? How much patience and reading and time did it take to get to here? Because I don't want people to just think, oh, I can yeah. just go sign my own My own nonprofit, uh, <laughs> grant and I'm going to get $500,000 grant and I'll do whatever I want. How right,
2: right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, I I would first say as much time as it takes. For each person, it's going to be different. Um, The thing about grant writing is I think my first grant was for like $250, I think. The the very first grant that I wrote, I think it was from Walmart for like $250. Um, It it takes a lot of patience and time because uh, you have to build your way up. You can't just go and say, I'm going to write a million dollar grant and, um, you know, it doesn't work like that. Um, we, the thing about grant writing is that um, whoever you're writing the grant to is going to want to know, uh, well, who has supported you in the past and uh, how much did they give you? And then what did you do with what was, what was granted uh, to your organization? So you have to definitely work your way up. Um, like I said, when I first started writing grants, um my first grant was $250. And then uh, you know, I've gotten grants uh, over a hundred thousand dollars now, but you, you definitely have to work your way up. Um and um it's not something that is very quick. You have to educate yourself, you have to know whatever it is, whatever craft you choose to pursue, whatever area you choose to pursue, you have to learn it. Uh, you have to study it. Uh, after even after, you know sometimes you become a lifetime student. Um, I went on and got my master's degree, um, because I, I, I felt that that's something that no one could ever take from me. Um, but, uh, it definitely takes patience, man. Um, like I said, you just have to, whatever craft you are, or whatever road that you choose to take, uh, to, to, to your success, uh, is going to take time. And I would just say, find a mentor, Find someone else uh, that is doing what you want to do uh, successfully, and and piggyback off that person. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, one thing I want to say. One thing that us as minorities, we we seem to think that um, if you see another uh, black or brown person that's successful, that means that there's not enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of other cultures don't have that mentality. We we need to get rid of that. There, there's enough out here for everybody, man. There, there's enough out here for everybody to be successful. Um, so you can be, you could be a successful black man, you can be a successful black man, and I can be a successful black man. And there's enough for the next one. Yeah. So we need to get, we need to get rid of that mentality that if someone else becomes successful, somehow that's going to take away from us. Uh, that is a myth. That is killing uh, our community. It's just not true. There's enough for everybody to be successful. If everybody had their own business, there'd still be enough to go around. So don't think don't think that if somebody else is successful, there's not enough for me, or there's not enough for the next person. Because that's just that's just a myth, man.
1: That that's something definitely the KD community and, and the people worldwide needed to hear because a lot of us get caught in that in mis- misconception. I I yeah. I, I just want to praise you for. I think it's very important to show a child that what what you're doing as far as opening their eyes and introducing them to something is so extremely important that their words can't even match, match it because a lot of people don't want because they've never seen. Mm
2: -hmm. Right.
1: So when you, when you, when you give them that experience, then they say, oh, it's possible. Mm -hmm. So that's That's why. A lot of us, you know, saying like, you know, with with the recent vice president or the past president, like our kids and minority kids are saying, or even uh, Senator uh, Padilla.
2: It's mm-hmm. right, right as a husband right.
1: or, a, or a little mm-hmm. black girl or whatnot. Mm-hmm. We don't got that much time, man, but I don't want to cheat you. I want you to it's get information out for your company yes. and yeah. how people can help you. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you get grants, like pl- ladies and oh, gentlemen, yeah. don't, don't have the misconception that that yeah. that providing for these kids these grants do it all no, no, this man no. needs help come more community yeah. need help mm-hmm. so please give that information out where people yeah can absolutely out whether it's volunteering whether it's financial
2: yeah, yeah. they
1: can contact you out don't be humble yeah. even, man. give it give it to
2: them <laughs> well yeah man i appreciate it um I, i'm going to give you guys all my contact information and you can contact me directly um, right now, um, with with COVID, ha- with the coronavirus, um, most colleges and universities across the nation are closed. A lot of them um, are uh, doing distance learning. A lot of high school students are doing home learning where they're learning. Um, they're doing their education from Zoom. Um, so I haven't done a college tour uh, in over a year, man, since the pandemic started back in, uh, you know, I had a uh, I had like 10 college tours uh set up for 2020 and in March you know right before we were going to go on our first tour of the year um COVID COVID happened man like late February early March of 2020 so I haven't been on a college tour since but like I said um we've been blessed man uh we're still here we haven't closed our doors uh as soon as colleges and and universities and high schools open back up uh we we hope to get right back into doing tours man but If anybody out there who's listening wants to help or volunteer uh, in any way, um, you can contact me directly. Uh, My my office number is area code 323-298-4779. Once again, that's 323-298-4779. You can email me, uh, ehenderson at joinoam.org. Once again, that's eHenderson h-e-n-d-e-r-s-o-n at join oam.org um, we're on social media we're on Instagram on, on a Mission Inc you can check out all of our college tours uh, all the things that we do with students uh, on a Mission Inc spelled out O-N-A-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-I-N-C um, we're on Twitter at O-A-M-I-N-C uh, but just call me directly uh, you can call me or email me we'll make sure we get all the information up there's no information and stuff like
1: that i i, I want to th- thank you thank for you, coming man. on mm-hmm. i i appreciate you representing. thanks for having me brother i appreciate you represent yeah. los angeles yeah. the way you do appreciate uh as a minority thank you, as a, as thank a you, black man um look look i got the Q guys hitting us hey it's the time hoodie show 6 6 30 a.m to 7 a.m thank you man. thank Sunday you Appreciate it. uh it's all sponsored by icc lending your one-stop shop for uh, home loans, uh, if you you missed any part of the show, go check it out. We'll we'll have all his information posted, Mister Edwin Henderson. Thank you so much, man. It's the K Day List. Thank you. We'll thank see you brother. all next week,
2: 30 a.m. Thank you, I appreciate you, brother. All right, brother. You guys take care, man. I love you. Hey, do you have valuable information that can help your community? Okay. And you'd like to be a guest? Uh, Hit us on our social media. Do it
0: now. The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.